Welcome to the Whispers from the Shadow podcast. I'm Super Jimmy. I'm Ms. Pleasure. How's it going? <laughs> no hiccups so far. Knock on wood. That is a great way to start the podcast. We're going to keep it that way, hopefully. <laughs> exactly. Um, so today's topic, and you guys can contribute to this too, is subgenres of horror explained. So if you guys got a favorite subgenre that we might have missed, that we might not be familiar Too with familiar we didn't with yeah yeah because there's, there's, this thing goes on forever in a day because i'm one of those people that classify thriller into the horror genre because it's got very horror elements <laughs> yeah me too because it's it's one of those ones where you're where i've seen some really good thrillers that could easily fall into the horror subgenre oh, just mean, one of my favorites of all time is still always going to be seven that's like a like prime example yes. of like my favorite thriller or taking lives like such a good genre it's not like very in your face gory or your supernatural or jump scary but it's like when they use those horror elements very very well it's that perfect mm-hmm. time like um for instance like when we talk about uh the uh for sloth in seven how mm. uh that whole scene in general is just like so good at being horror especially when he just like he just he's just sitting there and <laughs> They're like, I think he's dead. And that one cop just like gets like really close to his face. And you just see him just <gasps> that scared oh, me as a kid. Oh, it's absolutely like, terrified me. Showing that to people for the first time that I'm sure that will still scare people. because It's so easy for that to get everyone. Yeah. I bet the director was like, oh, this is going to this is going to get some people. I just know it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure David thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh yeah, that's that's pretty much what we'll we're go gonna do. Our, uh, each other's favorite. I'll, I'll let you go first because I'm gonna have to really think about it. I mean, I can tell you my favorite type to watch, but like as a subgenre whole, it's a little bit harder to pinpoint. <laughs> For me, honestly, my favorite subgenre is hands down the psychological, the the psychological horror or psychological psychological horror, psychological thriller, um, anything where like, uh, hell, uh, hell, even Jigsaw would be considered psychological. In some and, senses, yeah. yeah. It, it turned into torture porn, but yeah, no, for the most part, I can see where that can also be the psychological. That's why I was saying, like, when we were saying, what universe would you want to be in? For me, it would be the Sony universe because I would love to see the clones, yeah. like Spiral, because I thought Spiral was fantastic. I mean, I know I'm a, probably like a minority with that, but I thought Spiral was very, very good. I still need to watch that. I really do. I, I loved it. It was but, hard at first to take, like, Chris Rock as a serious actor, but, like, you just get so lost in the story and how it's going. I that forgot he was in that. Yeah, oh, it's good watch it but yeah Yeah, i'd have to say for me as a whole it would have to be psychological or uh psychological thriller anything that really like gets my mind going is my is my top favorites and then underneath that you got your creature features your slashers um i was gonna say i'd probably have to go with my monster features my my monster films in general uh i i feel like um one of the more recent ones i have seen that i heard nothing about but my wife introduced me to was crawl uh yeah I had never heard of it. And I was like, that kind of sounds eh, but I'll watch it. It turned out to be very, very good. Like, I, that's why I love that man versus nature, uh, lying in the darkness. Or, yeah, um, lying in the darkness. Oh my God. Ghost in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, like, Lake Placid, can, even can, Deep Blue Sea. Like, those are some of my favorites. The Meg, I'm so excited for the Meg too. <laughs> so excited. Think, is, Jason, is Jason Statham returning yeah. for that? Sweet. I'm definitely going to watch it then. Yeah, no, it's, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'd have to say my monster ones. Like, 
I still think like for me at a very young age, like I grew up around like my, my uncles who are obviously older um, and like grew up watching a lot of the fifties uh, and sixties and seventies style movies, you know, the Westerns, uh, the cartoons and so on. Like, yeah. That's what they grew up with and whatnot. And like, I remember seeing uh, them, that's where I saw the original movie monsters, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, the mummy creature from black Wolf movie, man. Wolf man. Um, <laughs> it, it's, that's probably what like really makes me love the genre so much. It's just because I love seeing what pops into people's heads in these situations as dumb as they may seem. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I have to agree. Cause uh, if I were, if I were to go with like classic, uh, if I were to go with like classic horror, like um, from the fifth, I'll go from the fifties to the early eighties is, is what I consider classic classical horror. And okay. uh Let's see, for me, I'd have to say my my favorite out of all of those would have to be hands down the Wolfman because there was one scene as a kid that actually like terrified me. And um, as cheesy as it may sound, it was it wasn't even like scary per se. It was where the Wolfman kind of like peeked around the tree and he's just and you just see his face and it's just the way that it glowed, the way that it glowed and um, just like the way that they showed him, it just scared the actual crap out of me. Mm-hmm. yeah no and at a young age like i said uh, i've said before with like thinner that was like the first horror movie i fully remember watching at the first um it, it's just hooks you and like that that scare sometimes is like what makes you keep watching more of them is because you want to get that high again in a sense uh, i absolutely love that feeling yeah <laughs> at least to me uh and that, that's how it is uh, i can't speak for everyone on that everyone has their reasons for loving the genre but um no yeah for sure that was that was a good one <laughs> For me, I like honestly, what made me fall in love with the genre was um, I have to say the early the earlier horror movies that I watched because we watched like Halloween stuff like that, you know, stuff that mm-hmm. wouldn't really give me nightmares as a kid, but was still well, like scary. Said, what we said in the like before is that like I mean we're a product of our time where like those yeah. were considered cheesy, and we were shown them at a younger age. <laughs> yeah, and the um. What was it? Just the just the feeling of like panic, like get out of there, get out of there, get out of there, run! Oh, why'd you fall? Was that like anxiety. Was like what got me hooked on it. I just like was in love with that whole situation. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Sorry, there was a motorcycle going by. <laughs> no, you're fine. But, um, um, I mean, like again, we grew up with a lot as well with the uh, the goosebumps. Are you afraid of the darks? Even some of our cartoons started doing it. I mean, hell, we used to grow up watching like uh, when they would have like tsunami and such like that, and we're showing like a lot of anime. A lot of that was terrifying in some senses too. Yeah, it it was it, yeah, it it really was because the um, what was it? Are you afraid of the dark? We I talked about where the pool or the the one about the pool scared the crap out of me. That was that was more of your your creature esque ones but they did a lot of like um psycho- surprisingly a lot of psychological ones because it was the whole did the kid imagine it or was that monster actually real on on some of, on some of the episodes and they re did the show in the 2000s 2010s i believe yeah i, I do remember when they did that. i feel like it was actually a lot earlier <laughs> than that long but uh regardless yeah no and it's just um like a, another one of my favorites that I can always watch anytime is um, like religious horror, but like the re- there's yeah. very specific religious horror ones that I have to watch. I like all of religion horror though is like so bad as a subgenre because it's like the same typical 
boring stuff. Yeah, I, I honestly I have to agree because it's just like it's it's once the once the exorcist finds out the demon's name, you're like, OK, that's that's done. That's over with. But like with like your slashers, it's the, it's the build up most of the time for me with like religious horror, like yeah. the Conjuring. I love how that story is told, whether you agree mm-hmm. or not. But like, I love how Juan shot that whole film is fantastic. And oh, yeah, the Exorcist is another one. Uh, the original and the remake of The Omen, I'm on board with. Well, the, yep. on the trilogy, I do believe. Uh, and the new remake was I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, because I I did I did like the new I did like the new Omen because it brought in some more gorier elements than what we than what they had available in the 70s and 80s and then where they you know where they did the cgi and they used it properly it actually turned out pretty well but for the most part what i could tell was that it was all um you know actual like people and setups and props yeah props and practical effects and stuff yeah Yeah, very practical I don't even. I haven't seen that movie in forever, so I haven't. Even, I don't remember the special features on that one. Yeah, because it came out in like two thousand eight, seven, six. Yeah, I was a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, but um, yeah, for the ten, yeah, I'm I'm going based off of the ten popular subgenres. Um, we have your demonic possession, paranormal, monster, slasher, zombie. Zombies uh, always mess with me. Um, I mean, I'm if I when I mostly like zombie movies, it's usually the '80s or before. Yeah. Romero uh, is obviously a key one, but um, even like your uh, Night of the Living Deads, uh, mm-hmm. when they use it in a lot of other movies, just that concept, I love. I mean, that's why I love like the Resident Evil franchise. <laughs> I, I mean, fair, yeah, that's fair. And then we have uh, gore splat. For some reason, it has splatter in quotation marks. Oh, wait. Okay. I get it. It's the, yeah. Yeah. And then we have witchcraft, vampire, and psychological, and then comedic. But uh, so, we'll go through all of those. Oh, yeah. I would say horror comedy is like when I always start, I would like to start with just because I want to get it out of the way that I absolutely hate zombie land. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, let's see. For this, what it says is comedic horror is possibly the most fun of all horror movies out there. It's a subgenre that is equally funny as it is scary. It takes the viewer to complete the opposite ends. It takes the viewer to complete opposite ends of the horror spectrum, resulting in a roller coaster of emotions. Classic examples uh, of comedy horror films include Scream, Shaun of the Dead, and Cabin in the Woods. Cabin, well, yeah, Cabin in the Woods. I could, it's yeah. a very parody on the horror genre, but that elevator yeah. scene is still the best scene of that whole movie. Is so good. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> ding! <laughs> oh shit best best part but um another one for me is ready or not which is why i have samara weaving in the back because fantastic movie <laughs> it really is but you know go uh for the for the for that elevator scene i have one question since the monsters were like let out of their cubes in cabin in the woods they just like look at the elevators and go <sighs> all right let's go everybody in the elevators let's go maybe that i was i like how they all immediately like form an alliance with each other and don't kill each other when they're released <laughs> you know yeah fair because that giant snake probably would have messed up like a solid like two-thirds of the like the smaller ones we'll never know they formed an alliance that's all that matters <laughs> yeah best scene for me honestly my favorite comedic horror of all time and you know, I like you can call me a fanboy, whatever you want. Is hands down, Shaun of the Dead, and I'm surprised that they didn't include it. Hot Fuzz, because if you, if you haven't seen either one of those, 
at the end of Hot Fuzz, it turns into kind of a horror comedy where it's him versus the village that he's in. That's uh, spoilers, but it's not uh, ruining the movie for you. Still watch yeah, it. The movie's also like 10 years old. <laughs> if not, yeah. I think. I think. But yeah, No Shot of the Dead, yeah. I'll give you. That's a fantastic film. It's I, such a good play on everything. Go, we'll go grab mom and dad. Go to the pub. Here for this whole thing to blow over. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It, I feel like that's like the first one that I really remember watching. That was a blatant horror comedy thing. Cause I remember I, like, I, I don't think screams horror comedy has got humor in it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't see it as a horror comedy. I mean, that's just me though. But uh, no, that one I will give you. Cause that's, that's, that's a good one. Um, but to like, I don't even know what else I would can remember off the top of my head would be a, a considered horror Honestly, comedy right now. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Scream, we never would have had Scary Movie One and Two. Oh yeah, fair. I mean, we had uh, they the second one was what House on the Haunted or uh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, because I mean, Scream is really what started it all because that was the one where it was like, "Hello, Cindy." <laughs> my favorite scene in that whole movie is where is where he's going up the stairs and then she pushes the piano down after him and he's just running back down. It's, it's so good. Such a, such a good one. But for me, honestly, uh, Shaun of the Dead is my favorite because to this day, I can still I can still quote my favorite scene in that. And that's where they see the zombie at the end of the road. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's a perfect scene i remember looking up uh, some of them now tucker and dale versus evil is one of my favorite ones that plays yes. the i love that movie the movie's so good that movie so is stupid. hilarious let me see i'm gonna i'm gonna look up some more because i love i love horror comedy like i said i'm i'm on the fence with some of them uh because yeah some i feel like they're trying a little too hard in some senses I still haven't seen Renfield. That's a good example that I love. Tremors, yeah. Tremors is it, it that one's goaded. It gets pretty pretty cheesy in the later ones, but yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. Uh let's see. Uh one that I see on here surprisingly is Ghostbusters, the original. Yeah, it was uh, actually a horror comedy if you want to look at it that way, because there are some very terrifying scenes in that. <laughs> the, yeah. Because uh, number two got me the worst with, with the painting. Because when he like mm-hmm. moved his head at the guy, and he was like, huh, I, was, I also was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, but, no, that, uh, that's like uh, one of the ones we were going to try and do on the, uh, the topics was uh, horror and not horror movies. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, what was that we used as an example before? I think it was either in an episode or right before we recorded uh, is. Uh, Kiwi's Big Adventure with Large Marge. Yeah, that was yeah. I remember that. I don't remember if it was before or during, but yeah, like the freaking Large Marge that scared the absolute crap out of me because I think I was maybe eight or nine at the time, so I had only seen like one scary movie, and that was uh probably like Halloween. So it wasn't like jump scare. It was just like oh, but mm-hmm. Michael in the background. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, large marge it comes, it comes out of left field too like it really does her, her face looked like this Ooh, it was like oh my god <laughs> I thought this was a comedy <laughs> my favorite part was when he just like looked at the at the at the screen he just went instead of screaming like a normal person would yeah like, do his scream of course like damn it peewee scream how i would well, it's like, you know, what, what's one of your favorite uh, 
because it just popped in my head animated horrors oh yeah you know and for me i probably have to probably go with like either i have to go with Coraline more than anything you know Coraline. Coraline was definitely a good one um because i my wife is not the biggest horror movie fan but she does not like Coraline whatsoever because right. it is because it is scary to her which you know you know different different things are scary to different people like i would not want my eyes to be sewed up with buttons either <laughs> just a thought just a thought <laughs> what's that babe and then um yeah she says it's psychedelic she doesn't like psychedelic tucker That's but it. tucker and dale versus evil the first time i watched that i would went into it blind not expecting anything i expected <laughs> a comedy mainly because of uh alan being in there yeah alan Tudor. And I was like, okay, I can see this as being a comedy. Uh, but I didn't know I was getting that. I, I just love how <laughs> over the top it is and how everyone, like the, the kids kill themselves pretty much. It's just fucking hilarious. It, it is. It was, so it was on net. I think it's still on Netflix. I could be wrong, but it was on Netflix for like the longest time. And yeah. oh my God, that was just, like my favorite one was where the guy like tries to run up behind him and then like jumps into the friggin' wood chipper. <laughs> And he just turns around and he's like, oh, oh, I think they might be part of a cult. They're killing themselves. <laughs> that was so it's funny. So good. And what started it all was they ran away from them. And that one kid got speared by the tree. Mm-hmm. That was so that was that was that movie so stupid, but it's so fun. I, I, it makes me laugh every time I watch it. Oh, um, I love it. What would your favorite uh, horror anime be? That's ooh. what I'm curious to know. Honestly, I, I've watched this, the same anime, like so many times. I've introduced so many people to it. It's called Another, and that's just the name of it. Um, the basic uh, concept for it is there's a, there's a school, of course, you know, and the kids in a specific class in the school, because the way Japan separates their classes up is into like, you'll have like 2A1 or 2A2. And they're all part of like that grade or whatever. And um, the class, the class that was that was in the the last class that was in the specific class and classroom that they were in, like twenty years before them, was considered to be cursed. And they're now considered to be cursed because a bunch of the students in the class are dying mysteriously. Fun fact: this exact same anime gave me. Uh, an un, an un, a friggin' just stupid fear of umbrellas. If you, if you watch if you watch another it like hands down one of my favorite horror animes of all time. But it, I've watched it just so many times, and it's that same scene all the time. Girl tries to run away from the person that they consider to be cursed, and she falls down a flight of stairs. The umbrella lands in front of her just perfectly, and it goes like right through her mouth. And then as she's sliding down the umbrella, it opens up on the back of her head. I'm like, that's a, that's a fun way. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I don't like umbrellas. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, that's a very valid reason. I love how like horror just gives you like the most random fears. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, that I one was like in TV shows, cartoons, movies and stuff like quicksand just like immediately absorbs you. And like, it makes you feel like, of every sandbox when you're a kid is a fucking quicksand pit. Yeah. That was, that was like the thing. 
it was like the thing forever because our playgrounds in my first elementary school was nothing but sand in the bottom. And I fell off of the big kids monkey bars and landed on that sand. And guess, and fun fact, it did not soften the blow whatsoever. I knocked all of the wind out of myself. I was just laying there just... (laughs) Oh yeah, no, taking those kind of spills sucks. That in Tambark, if Tambark's not wet, dude, it hurts so bad. It's not a cushion at all. (laughs) We had... um, the big kid, the big kid swings because we had two separate um, areas. You had your first through, you had your first through, or your kindergarten through second grade uh, playground area, and then you had your third through fifth mm. playground yeah, that's area. That's how my mind was. And on, then if you were a, a if you were a first grader, you could go over to the big kids playground, but it was requested that you stay over on the on the, on the little kids playground. Well, we. Um, me and a couple of my friends went over to the big kids playground and they had this giant swing. Like it like was so high off the ground when just sitting on it because the big kids would take it and like spin it around the pole to give it less links. And what I didn't know as a kid is that when you put tension on a chain like that and you continue to swing with it, it snaps. So I friggin was going super high. I like just so friggin high on this swing. And as I came down, the chain snapped and it friggin just shot me like a fucking skyrocket at one of these big kids. And me and him both ended up getting hurt. <laughs> and words out of my mouth were, I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, are you okay? i always love how like durable the human body is but it's not at the same time it's so funny i mean you hear the story like you hear some random ass story like uh, some dude jumped out of a plane his chute didn't open went then fell into the ground and just like broke his leg and then you hear people like tripping over one stair and dead broken neck (laughs) it's like well huh we are on two very opposite of the spectrums today but it's weird how how the body is but that's actually one of my favorites would be like that's why i think why i love body horror this is like seeing what people do to like the, the human body in general oh yeah that that movie is like it's given i think it's given a lot of people like different ways if they were to like in if they were ever stuck in like an interrogation in, in like a scene and they were like oh if they started doing that to me i would talk in a minute like oh yeah <laughs> like i have to i have to say but i, I, I agree I think I think that's why I like body horror in that sense is because it's like I like seeing kind of the fucked up shit people go through in their head and like seeing that stuff like even with like aliens seeing like creatures in that sense mm-hmm. uh, just like the the anatomy of them is like what fascinates me in a sense and then um, with like the thing or the fly I love like especially with the fly the slow from man to insect transformation throughout the whole film you see it like just taking hold <laughs> can we uh, who, 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 for the fly one who was the main character i forgot his name jeff goldblum's character yes jeff goldblum uh, i love how he was like a normal person before he like got zapped with the fly and then as he slowly became the fly he became more like jeff goldblum <laughs> fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I, I do i just i think what i love the most about that is how you just see uh how progressively after that that transfusion happens even like when it fails and they show the like chimp all just inside out yeah it's like it's super fucked up but it's yeah. like ah oh, I, I like that <laughs> it's, it's like ah oh, poor monkey but cool yeah you know, like exactly. um yeah for me like honestly for creature features if i were to if i were to pick one that was outside of the uh like the old school ones 
Hmm. I would have to go with either The Fly 2 or this one really niche movie. The Fly 2 is such a weird one, but I really enjoy it. It's not yeah. a sequel that I wish was made, but I'm glad it's made, if that makes sense. I yeah. enjoy it. It's nowhere yeah, near like, as good, but like I just I I like how the I, I like how the 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 fly creature actually looked in that one because it fully transformed. I did like that. Yeah, I liked how that looked. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I did like how that that uh, animatronic looked. Or but whatever. I didn't, I don't if it was a suit or not. I think I think it was a dude in a suit with animatronic. I could be wrong, but um, the only thing that I didn't like about it was honestly how the fly when the fly died instead of it just like. You know, just going out and just being like, ah. it was like kicking and the screaming. And then like as it died, it slowly like curled up like a fly would. And I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Whereas like the first one, didn't he? He, he, he exploded, didn't he? Well, he uh, tried to get uh, Gina Davis's character. I can't remember her name off the top of my head into the teleporter with her so he can become the, the family could be one. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was ended up being just him. And I think she like broke the power, like the power was shot and uh, it just transferred him and he got all like turned inside out and then he holds the shotgun to his head and she blows his head off. Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. I do remember that. I, uh, let's see, if I were to say anything other than, other than that, it would honestly have to be, and this one's actually another horror comedy is the first gremlins i didn't like number two all that much but i did fair, like number fair. one that's that's like one of the best christmas movies though so it's totally fair with it <laughs> i do i do um, like gremlins i appreciate gremlins it's not my favorite i i used to like it a lot more when i was younger but for some reason i'm just like eh, towards it now i still enjoy it i mean mogwai is like my favorite still that's like one of the few things that's like really cute and adorable that i love yeah the thing, the thing that made me actually really love the Gremlins is it was like, hey, listen, there's two rules, just two. Don't break them. He breaks them, like instantly, yeah. like less than a week later, just broke both the rules and was like, hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> don't feed, don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet, and no, no problems. What Simple. happens, like? What happens, like two days later, he gets them wet. What happens a week after that? They eat after midnight, and then he's just like sitting there, and he's like. This became a situation I could have easily avoided. <laughs> could have, could have, could have, could have. Well, that's but, another um, one, like another subgenre that I would say. But we have the we have the zombie. Uh, let's see. Let me look at the list. We have uh, demonic possession, paranormal, monster, slasher, zombie, of course. And we've gone to ends on our love for zombie. Yeah. Uh, the love and hate relationship with it uh demonic and paranormal can almost be put in coincide in some senses yeah because uh, some of them are demonic possessions of an inanimate object but that's also paranormal blah 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 yeah uh, like the first um what was it uh, conjuring the first conjuring that was a demonic possession and supernatural yeah before it all mm -hmm. took the possession part yeah no i agree um insidious would be another one i guess you could put under that one too Pol poltergeist Uh, it's been years since I've seen the poltergeist. I don't remember. Was there a possession in there? No, well, I mean, the house was possessed. Yeah, true. I was going to say, and the little girl does get taken into that fucking dimension. <laughs> Fun fact about that movie. I think I've said it before. I'll say it a million times it, because I forget all the time. But they actually used 
real skeletons in that movie because they were cheaper than props. Mm-hmm. So when uh, she's swimming around in the water and all those dead bodies are floating around her, those are actual dead bodies. It's like, yeah. ha. I don't ah. know what kind of lawsuit that was again, but yeah, that was a interesting time. <laughs> People got sick like that. Like from, and can we talk about the fact? That, yeah, that um, the Omen and the original Exorcist all had like curses, spooky as shit. Yeah, it, like I was like, because they had like a bunch of people that actually like died on set. The little girl that played uh, Regan, I think she made it to the second one, but died mysteriously after that, or supposedly something like that. I don't remember all the curses behind it, but I just remember they were like the cursed films. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Filming is weird. <laughs> Do spooky yeah. shit, get spooky results. <laughs> Honestly, my if I were to go with demonic possession, I'd have to say my favorite one out of those would have to be, I think it was uh, the Exorcist number three, where they go into like the origin story of Pazuzu, mm-hmm. and how he. Very good one. Uh, the the one that actually made me really like that was the scene where he was crawling through the tunnel, and then his lighter cuts out, and then he's like mm-hmm. sitting there trying to flick it. And like you see his face, and then when the lighter actually cuts back on, you see the possessed woman. She's like right there, and he, and he's like ah. And the demon's looking at him, just Rawr, and I'm sitting there in my seat, and I'm like ah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, demonic possession would be a really hard one for me. Uh, I mean, I have several that I absolutely love: Your Exorcist, uh, Conjuring. James uh, Wan's done a ex- demon possession movie, hasn't he? Yeah, Country. He didn't. He did the country. That's what I thought it was. That's what I thought. And uh, I thought he also was. did Insidious. <laughs> um, That's right. I, lo- I love those. Uh, what's another really good demon possession one? I mean, if I would actually go with Paranormal, would be one of my favorites. Is uh, Amityville Horror with Ryan Reynolds? I absolutely love that remake. Another one for Paranormal. I do like the Paranormal activities. I'm not gonna lie. I do like them. I I like them for what they brought to the because i wasn't a fan of the found film found filmage found jeez found Found film footage yeah (laughs) i wasn't a fan of of that type of horror aside from the original blair witch because we don't talk about number two um talk about book of shadows no no (laughs) god that (sighs) i I remember moving on moving on we we don't need to give that movie any attention (laughs) (laughs) you know technically i would consider the Blair Witch, uh, a form of either paranormal or demonic possession, because that because the ending. You know what that could? She, the witch doesn't actually possess anyone that I remember. I could classify that as the paranormal more than the yeah. demonic possession. Um, but I mean, uh, that found footage really gave us some really good gems. Like, uh, was it Wreck? I think is like that. Uh, I think quarantine. so. Yeah, quarantine. Uh, they did give us cloverfield um that would i still like cloverfield cloverfield wasn't bad for what it was it was it, was, it wasn't really bad yeah, it made it me very motion sick well, yeah it's very very jerky but I, I did like how they did it it made me enjoy the movie um yeah. but it wasn't like over the top that everyone made it up to the hype uh yeah <laughs> but yeah. i do love the the seat the direct sequel of the blair witch uh the more modern one yeah I that one was pretty good loved how that one was that's probably like one of my favorite like random sequel that came out <laughs> like 10 years later t- like 10 to 12 years later or something like that from the book of shadows yeah it's like what 20 years from the original yeah 
because the original came out like 98 or something like that. I know it was pro- 98. It was like it was, mid late 90s. Yeah, it was like pre. It was like pre now. two. It was like pre two. Uh, what was it? Y two K. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You remember when that was a big scare like that? Yeah. Like, I, dude, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna find all the all those movies that they made about years like to like 2012. 99, oh really? Jesus. I'm gonna go through. And uh, when my kids are a little bit older, I'm going to make them watch all those movies from the years like to like 2012, the movie 2012 oh and be God. like, and be like, I lived through that just to fuck with them. <laughs> the disaster. I hate disaster movies. I don't oh know my God, what so it bad. is. I hate disaster movies. Volcano. Uh, uh, the, only one, the only one that I Camp like. The only one that I like oddly is, it, and it's not even like, oh, I, I absolutely love this movie was 2012. It was kind of like, what can humans do to the not die? Oh my God, the knowing. Oh. I mean, if you. The happening. Like the happening. I mean, yeah, that's technically. Because it wasn't because you had Mark Wahlberg go. <laughs> my favorite line in that movie, the only line that I still remember was Mark Wahlberg just bursts in the room all dramatic and he goes it's the trees <laughs> and then just stares blankly <laughs> like, the only reason why i wanted to watch that movie, i remember the trailer just showing like some dude feed himself to the lion i was like i'm sold i'm gonna go see a movie saw the movie i was like yeah that's probably the best part of the whole movie that was <laughs> yeah the dude, like lays down in front of the lawnmower or the one or the one that like he's like just randomly stands up and then like walks off the side of a building and then like someone turns around and sees it happening and then just sees a whole bunch of people following him i yeah. was like why <laughs> and then yeah. mark Wahlberg, it's the trees <laughs> i'm like oh okay yeah the trees are pissed off at us they they they, they... <laughs> revenge yeah i just yeah. i'm not a fan of disaster movies i don't no. know what it is i like th- they I, are entertaining in some senses I, I just they're not for me honestly i don't see if if something like they'll say the day after tomorrow was at, was actually going to happen. I don't see more than maybe a million people worldwide surviving, honestly. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Because but I just, for some reason, as like a movie format, like if you put it into a realistic sense, yeah, that's fucking terrifying. That would be the horrible <laughs> water world. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max. Water world. Like those, those disaster kind of like post everything is like, yeah, it's yeah. not a world I want to be a part of. Yeah, no thanks. I, I like I, I get enough of Mad Max Fury Road whenever I got to drive somewhere on the interstate. Uh, I'm I'm perfectly okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm good. Just we're gonna we're gonna stop that right there. <laughs> that we're gonna nip in the bud. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I, I I don't like I don't like disaster movies. The only one that I I kind of like is The Day After Tomorrow, just for the simple fact that like it's kind of seeing like how people will survive certain situations. Like when the, when the world started to like ice over again, that was, that was probably my favorite part of that entire movie. But other than that, it was okay at best. Yeah, that, that, that's that's that would say the same. I mean, everyone likes their own thing. Um, yeah. If we're going to go to like slashers, that's a lot harder to choose from because I love so many slashers. I need so many good ones. Series. I heard it's really good. I know it's gore porn, but I heard I need to watch them. Um, oh god, but yeah, the, or, or, the like, only slasher I would still probably have to go with Freddy. My if if I were like okay, so my least favorite slasher, honestly, hands down, would have to be Leatherface because it's like 
what you know what is he without his what is he without his chainsaw he's he's not he's not superhumanly strong like jason or michael he's not no, incredibly he's fast pretty, pretty strong <laughs> yeah i mean he's i mean you know he's he's above average human but he's well, not I, I know like you're getting that though yeah he's not yeah. like when you come to most slashers uh like the overwhelming overpowering force and yeah like, that they bring where i, I get they, that because they like they killed him and they killed him in one of them where it was literally they just shot him in the head and i was just like oh michael that, that happened to michael he he got back up he was pissed <laughs> he was very pissed <laughs> Yeah, that's like, um, one that I uh, appreciated, uh, my wife showed me, it was uh, the town that f- uh, feared uh, sundown or something like that. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. The yeah, that, that dreaded one. sundown. Yeah, that one was actually pretty. That one was really I, I good. I never heard of it. I didn't even know it was like an original thing or based off a real story, I do believe. Um, but I really enjoyed that film. I thought that was like a very, very well good. Like the way it is, is just really good. Another one that I like that has slasher elements in it uh, was going to be. Um, Zodiac that just popped in my head sorry Zodiac Zodiac is good yeah because they never figured out who he was and then there was that whole thing back in like 2014 where they tried to make it like one of the politicians yeah um <laughs> that was so stupid but it was so funny there's been like the pseudo captures and stuff like that and yeah or like people claiming to be him uh, but yeah no that, that my, I remember my parents telling me about that whole story because that happened not too far from where I grew up <laughs> wow yeah because yeah. they were that was all in was Cal- all, that was all in Cali, all in California. Yeah, it, and it was yeah, that was very terrifying for them apparently. And I there's mean, still there's still people trying to cipher his like his his manuscripts and stuff to this day. Like they still That's haven't hard, figured yeah. out how to crack it, yeah, which is wild. But for me, honestly, my favorite slasher uh, that I, like I don't think get I think he gets credit, but not enough credit. Honestly, would have to be Hannibal. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. I could see that one. Um, cause he, cause he, he's not so much the, I'm going to chase you down and murder you. He's the, I'm going to fuck with your mind until you break. And then I'm going to, and then I might kill you. We don't know yet. Yeah. We, we're we're going to see how this plays out. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, one that popped into my head, I had to look it up. I can't remember the name if, or if I was right with the name, but the final girls is another horror comedy that I love, but I also love that it as a slasher good. because it's done really well on the horror elements and whatnot. Like I that, really enjoyed that. That reminds me of that one about the birthday. What was, happy death birthday day. Mask. Oh, happy death day. Yeah. Happy birthday massacre was another one that was kind of, it was, it was funny to me, but mm-hmm. like, not a lot of other people found it funny i was like why am i the only one laughing what's wrong with you guys and they're like what's wrong with that what's wrong with you and i'm like one of my other favorite slasher films is uh i know uh i know i know what you did last summer like i i, I don't know why that is one of my favorite films <laughs> it's so and, good and what's funny is that it's not the same guy in the other sequels mm-hmm. and, and and what's messed up about it is that it's is that it's just a normal dude like he has no supernatural power or i think they gave him supernatural powers in like the third or fourth one made it kind of stupid i only seen the first two i didn't even know there was more after that i just know i, I know he did I, and i still know i think there's four because i think they tried to remake the first one abandoned that midway through the movie and then they made a fourth one which was like a direct like a direct sequel to like the second one or something like it, it was weird I even know. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I remember I know what you did last summer and I still remember. And that one was 
another one that just popped in my head that my wife introduced me to was a uh, wrong turn. Oh my god, yeah. That, that one, that one can be considered. Be... A, that one can be considered technically a creature feature because they're mutants. Yeah, I was gonna say technically, technically, if you want to throw them in that. <laughs> so, so creature, creature slasher. My my favorite one in that one is the one where, or my favorite scene is in the first one, because the other two are just. Oh, there's like five or six, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know they made that many. Yeah, the uh, other ones after the first one are. Eh. There's some good ones. I, I I think it's the third one I really like. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've, we've seen the series, but there was one that, like, I think it's like the fifth or sixth one. It is just, like, so fucking bad. It was like, this is... <laughs> I, I know it's not supposed to be taken seriously, but, like, this is so bad from, like, everything. It looks very B-movie, but it, it, it holds its place in my heart. It's so bad, though. <laughs> my favorite scene in that one is the one where... They're running through the woods and the one lady like runs through what's the barbed wire and it like cuts through halfway through her head or cuts all the way through the top of her head. I was like, oh, they got that from Ghost Ship. Yeah, no, that's that's for sure. That's another film like uh, that. That'd be considered supernatural or would that be considered possession? I think that'd be more supernatural more than anything. For Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship? No. Because we touched on that subject, and that's that's when I can bring into that. Because um, there was another one popped my head, and I just lost it. <laughs> Ghost ship? I I mean, yeah, supernatural, definitely. Uh, possession? I mean, yeah. I, since I considered the house and and um, poltergeist. Yeah, same with uh, Amityville. Yeah, I mean Amityville. Amityville was was based on a true was based on a true story that was based off of the Stephen King book, which I didn't know he supposedly wrote. I didn't even know about that either. <laughs> but, I, just, um, I just remember it was based off a true story. Yeah, that's all I remember it being. Um, but uh, I had to circle back to that because it popped in my head. Uh, another one. So we were doing slashers. We've said mm-hmm. a few. We went back to possession. Oh, actually, what just popped in my head when we came to uh, like the supernatural was um, came back to yeah, my God. <laughs> I hate when I get a brain part like that. I just had it again. It's the worst. It is. It really is. Anywho, Let's see. what's another subject, John? We we haven't done thrillers, and uh, Ooh, I do know a thriller that uh, besides Seven that we heavily talk about. I always will praise Seven. <laughs> Yeah, seven it, it, seven was good. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I was gonna say is my favorites. One that we had talked about before recording this was uh, the Machinist, like that. Oh yeah, I really really love. Yeah, because it 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 did a little bit of body body horror because of uh, Christian Bale's character. Bale, you know, the way he committed to that role is so disturbing. Is so good. <laughs> and then to see him turn around and gain like all of that back because he dropped from like a hundred and or he dropped from like around one ninety. From doing Batman to like one twenty-five, then he put on uh, the pounds for Batman. Okay, so I had it backwards. Yeah, because I remember he gained weight for one role, lost the weight for the Machinist, and then gained the weight for gained the weight back like six months later. I was like, Jesus! Oh yeah, the man puts his body through hell. It's insane. In an in an interview, he he said, "I would not recommend anybody to do what I did to to <laughs> do that role." Another thriller for me that I absolutely love is. Um, Memento is my favorite movie of all time. That is my absolute favorite, but that very whodunit and thriller feel that they do with that Nolan did with that film is one of my favorites. You know, I, like, yeah, 
I, I, I do like I do like the occasional whodunit because um, what was the what was the movie that I watched not too long ago? It was um, Bullet Train. Bullet Train was a was a whodunit. It was actually pretty good. Brad Pitt did all right in that movie. I was 50 50 on it. It's a good movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it reminded me of Smoking Aces and I love Smoking Aces more. Fair, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do like Smoking Aces a whole lot more. Smoking Aces is just really good. But <laughs> <laughs> let's see for me. Because um, Thriller goes on down a lot of lists. I mean, we have yeah. Donnie Dark there as well. That's also could be supernatural. I mean, I absolutely love Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah, because I've watched that movie so many times and I it's like there's still so many things that I don't I, I like that still catch me off guard that I forgot or that I can't remember. or I didn't notice the first time. And like, yeah, that's fair. Uh, if you, uh, another thriller, because speaking of uh, Donnie Darko, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it, um, is uh, Nightcrawler. Have you ever see that? Yeah, I, I that, watched that. There's a fan so theory good. about that movie. They're the thinking theory? that he's a van. They're thinking that um, um, Jake's character. Yeah, Jake's character is a vampire. I feel like that kind of defeat the purpose of it, of the film of what it was going for, but I could kind of see that, I guess. Uh, I just, I love how like creepily and eerily he gets to like try and recreate this in his head to make it look better. It's like, yeah, would make a better like scene. And that whole is just so fucking good. It's so good. I, I actually really, I actually really enjoyed that film because I, I went in not expecting very much from it because I didn't know anything yeah, about same. it. And I, and I watched it and I was like, oh, because, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I would say I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan to an extent. Like, I don't I haven't seen everything he's in, but I do like I do like movies. I do like any movie that he's been in. He, I don't think he's made any bad movies per se. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's an actor that, that's in movies I watch sometimes. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really think of him as like my favorite actor in this movie at this moment. Yeah. That, yeah, the ones where he gets like the lead role, I actually like because I liked him in Spider-Man. I liked him in Donnie Darko. And surprisingly, the number two, Donnie Darko number two, not that bad. Really, really not that bad. I, I enjoyed it for what it was, because if you go into it expecting it to be Donnie Darko number two, you're going to be very disappointed. But if you go into it expecting it to be the sequel to Donnie Darko, not that bad. That's fair. That's fair. Um, ooh, that popped up my head. Favorite action horror. Ooh. Because oh. I'm torn, but I already know exactly which one I'm gonna go with, and it's probably gonna be Predator. <laughs> Ooh, I would have to go with I with either the Alien or Predator franchise or Slither. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because I because like I don't I don't like the action horror where you know it's anything other than a creature personally. I've seen some good ones where it's not where it's not a creature where it's like um 28 days like the first 28 days later i kind of liked i didn't think it was the greatest movie of all time but it like had elements in it that i liked where like the one dude was just running across an entire field with like 15 or 16 people chasing him oh the second one yeah in 28 weeks yeah yeah they were supposed to make it 28 months later but i don't know what happened with that but yeah i'd have to i'd have to say um any of the actually any of the any of the any of the aliens any of the predators and slither hands down any of my top Fair. any I mean, of my top favorites there's, there's not a lot of action horror that i can really think of off the top of my head end of days is another one that i really loved end of days is good constantine i i really enjoy 
you know they're making number two and keanu reeves said yes i know i'm excited so excited. I'm excited even though it's I like am, very not constantine in the movie like from the comic books but i still really enjoy what i got <laughs> you know i yeah i because he wasn't the same one that i remember reading because i read the comic book i didn't know it was a comic book until after I watched the movie and that's how I got introduced to John Constantine. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a badass character. I go in, he's a snide, mar- he's a snide remarking, smart ass British guy that <laughs> whose soul isn't allowed to be collected by heaven or hell because it's considered too valuable. And he's pissed off angels, demons and God. <laughs> like <laughs> this dude has just been like, I'm immortal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Um, I looked up some more uh action horror. World War Z it was Oh my 50, god, no, no. It was I, it was fifty fifty for me. I can't. Oh my god. I love Max Brooks and the, the I love the book because it's like little collections of stories. Yeah. But that movie is just Brad Pitt going around the world and it is oh my god, so bad. Yeah, like I, so I bad. I wasn't the biggest fan the, of it. I have the common cold. I'm immune. <laughs> oh no, I'm Aha. healed. I'm dead. <laughs> Haha, ha. chicken pox, bitches. I got a week to live. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I could not. Uh, Honestly, I, I, uh, I, I liked aspects of it. I didn't like, I didn't like the movie as a whole. I like certain things about it. That was about it. And then, um, That's fair. let's see on here. It has the new For Hellboy. Me, I, I haven't seen the new one. Uh, it was like 2017 ish or whatever it was. Um, no, but the remake of Dawn of the Dead is a really good action horror for me. I love yeah. how that is. That movie is a very, very good remake. My favorite character in that movie had to be Bing Rhymes. He did amazing. He, he just does a great job at everything he does. I love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved him in. Um, oh, God. Uh, 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 had John Travolta, Uma Thurman. I, I knew you were thinking about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what you're thinking of. I was like, it's probably gonna be a Tarantino film. <laughs> I just I just love the part where he's walking across the street and he just looks over, sees Bruce Willis, and he's like... And just Bruce Willis just hits him with the car. He's like, fuck this! Mm-hmm. No, that, that is a very good scene. Tarantino is... Uh, I still think my favorite film from him is Reservoir Dog. The Pulp Fiction is normally his one that everyone says is his favorite. That or um, uh, his World War II one, Glorious Bastards. I liked Inglorious Bastards. I liked From Dust Till Dawn. I liked his uh, Planet Terror and then Death Proof. I liked all of those. Outside I love of his Kill Bills, I love his Kill Bills too. I get a lot of hate for this, but I'm not a biggest fan of the Kill Bills. I like them, but. I don't know the first one the most. First one's just really, really good. Wiggle uh, your toes. <laughs> Wiggle your toes. Two hours Wiggle later. Big toe. Yeah, like that. I was like, like I was like sitting there watching that, and I was just like, oh, she's learning to walk again. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I liked it for the gore. I liked it for the the aspect of 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 what was behind it. How it ended, though, I was just like. How did he teach her the 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 five point palm exploding heart technique? Like, don't you have to test that on a live person to make to like check the accuracy? We don't ask I'm, questions. I'm like, there's <laughs> there's so many questions I have. That's what I I like number one. Not the biggest fan of number two because of the ending, but that's just because I have so many questions that are that's left fair. unanswered. 
I mean, Tarantino is an acquired taste in some senses because he'll grab you with one movie and get turned away with the next. I I mean, because I love Reservoir Dogs. Um, Pulp Fiction's a very good one. The Kill Bills, Jackie Brown. um, I forgot he did Jackie Brown. Django. Uh, I I I really love Django. Django. Django's I like very, Django. Very good. I did enjoy Glorious Bastards. What was his other? What was his Western one? Hateful Eight. That's the yeah, only Hateful one Eight. Seen. It's the only one I have not seen. That one was that one. I forgot he did that one. So yeah, I like that one too. That one was actually pretty, pretty good. Yeah, um, Samuel Jackson did amazing in that one. I can't remember who his co-star was in that. I think it I was, think it was uh, Kurt Russell, wasn't it? It was Kurt Russell. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, I like that one. I'm looking at some more um, horror action action horror. Excuse me. Um, let's see. We have Dawn Dawn of the Dead, new the New Mutants. I haven't seen that one yet. I want to. I want to watch. I it. enjoyed it for what it was. Of course, if I want to be that like purist from comic book to movie, was not what I wanted or what I liked. But I enjoyed right. what I got out of it. I didn't really see it as a horror, though, but I could I could see how it's horror. It's got very horror elements in it. Oh, I take back everything I said. My favorite action horror of all time, hands down, Dracula Untold. No, that's fair. I I really enjoyed that movie. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. Yeah. Uh, but, um, oh, my God. It's it's not it Orlando Bloom. Evans, I, right? It was Luke Evans? Yes, it was right? Luke Evans. Okay. Because yeah. I get him and Orlando Bloom mixed up all the time. I don't see how you can do that, but I, I guess I can kind of see it. <laughs> like, like to me, they like uh, younger Orlando Bloom and younger Luke Evans looked exactly alike, and I get them. I still get them confused in my head. I feel like the best way I see them being confused is uh, as Will Turner from Orlando Bloom and um, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, Luke Evans. Yep. I, I can see how that. I can see that. Yeah, that's like the best comparison I can see for me for that to get them confused. Yeah, that's that's what really confused me was uh, was just seeing them both do do similar roles around the same time. But when Luke Evans did Dracula Untold, I loved that movie. I that's like cool. me and my wife went and seen it in theaters and then we bought it on Blu-ray. Like I still have it some somewhere. <laughs> I, I think I have a Blu-ray of it, too. It, it's a good movie. I, it, if I buy it, it's a movie I enjoy enough to want to keep it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a, it was a damn good movie. There's one movie on here that I see that I haven't seen that actually kind of piques my interest. It's called Frankenstein's Army. It came out in 2013. Oh, my God. That's the one with uh, Aaron Eckhart, right? I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looks like him on the front. It looks it looks uh, interesting. I haven't seen it. Well, if we're going to go with that kind of like. Because I feel like that's just more straight up action, not really a horror film. I guess it has horror elements, but if we're going to do it like that, I would have to say like Van Helsing then, because I absolutely love that movie. That Yeah, that one. I that's wish the old stories because you have Dracula, you have the yep. Wolfman. <laughs> I honestly wish that they would have done the sequel because oh, they were going to they were going to disclose like Gabriel's uh, origin more story. Of God stuff. Yeah, because he was he was Left yeah, hand. left hand. And he because he was supposed to be uh it was supposed to be disclosed on what on like how he became the archangel that struck down um the uh, Dracula mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And they, there, there was a lot that was gonna be going with it. I'm 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 sad it didn't go through, but I mean Universal really doesn't do that much. <laughs> yeah, like if they if but like, I did honestly, love that throwback to like just that time. I did. Yeah, honestly, if they wanted to do their own 
because at the time they were trying to start their own cinematic universe. If they wanted to start their own cinematic universe, they should have started with Van Helsing too. Yeah, they could have. Um, I know they did the mummy and that was supposed to do their dark universe thing, but yeah, that got shut down real fast. I would have liked to see where it goes, but I'm glad it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm honestly, very glad it didn't happen. I remember mentioning that in the uh, sequels that didn't happen. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, if they would have gotten somebody other than Tom Cruise to play that part, I could have seen that movie going very well because it had Russell Crowe. I heard the main thing with it was that they gave him too much control and he changed too much of the original script or something like that. I don't know, uh, yeah. but I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Tom Cruise. He's going to take control of whatever he's in. And honestly, I, if they hadn't have had, if they hadn't had him in it, I could have seen that movie doing much better. Because I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. The only movie that I honestly like him in, Top Gun. I mean, he's in a lot of movies I like. I do like the Impossible series and so on and so forth. Um, but my absolute favorite film with him uh, is a historical film, is Valkyrie. I that was pretty good, yeah. That movie that he did such a good job in that film. He did good, yeah. But honestly, uh, what's really funny though is while I'm looking at this this list of action horror. The Mummy is on here as action horror. I consider that to be more comedy action than horror. I would, but I would I, it, too, but it does have some scary parts into it, especially like the first time Emotep wakes up. I remember being a kid. Oh my God, that scared the shit out of me. Scared the fuck out of me, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he screamed, I screamed. Movie. Yeah, I, was, I, I remember that's like one of the movies that happened at like a midnight release and the like everyone's waiting outside the movie theater at midnight wrapping around the block or whatever yeah <laughs> just to see the midnight showing so we could talk about it the next day oh my god that was that good was time, a really good, good movie <laughs> that that one was a really good movie i i like th this list just goes on and on and on because you have like sub genres of this sub genre or uh, underworld vampire uh uh, uh priest that's, that's action horror would be underworld yeah I liked Priest. I thought Priest was really good. I and Priest. I enjoyed and Abraham what it Lincoln was. Vampire Hunter. That was that based off a novel, but yeah, that that one was pretty wild. I enjoyed the the film. I kind of wish that they would have. I kind of wish they would have done more with Priest. Like a, like 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 just given well, it a, a graphic sequel. novel or a comic book. I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Because like, I'm I remember reading up on it before watching the movie, so I kind of had some background of what was going on. Yeah, I I like I like that. Um, mm, Morbius. We don't talk about that. It's morbid time. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about that movie. Yeah. Um, trying to think, what would be? I mean, well, vampires are very horror. So yeah. I mean, hell, uh, if we have to go with like that kind of stuff, I I think my favorite would probably be Bram Stoker's Dracula. I absolutely love that film. That was uh, Gary Oldman, wasn't it? Mm hmm. He is such a great actor. Yeah, I, I loved him in that movie. I didn't realize that was him until like two years ago because I rewatched oh, really? it. Yeah, I rewatched it and I heard his voice and I was like, wait, I know that voice. And I started like I, I Googled cast of Bram Stoker's Dracula because that came out in like 2000. I, don't I think when off the top of my head, but uh, and yeah. I, and when I seen that, it said Gary Oldman, no, Dracula two in what? Ninety two. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. When I seen that, it was Gary Oldman as Dracula. I was like, no, this, yeah. I, this makes me like this movie much better. What made me recognize him is uh, during the uh, 
when he first meets her, uh, when Underwriter's character came over the top of my head, um, in the ballroom, and when he's very young, that's where I was like, okay, I can see it now. That I can see it as Gary Oldman. Uh, after, I mean, this is also years after, obviously, when I knew my yeah. actors and actresses and such. I didn't. But yeah, I, in the very beginning, he did not know that. It was like yeah. uh, up until I would say like five or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I didn't know that it was Gary Oldman in Hannibal. You know, I yeah, I I forgot he was underneath in that. All that and underneath all that makeup, yeah, you would never have guessed. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very surprised that that was Gary Oldman because I didn't. I thought that was like some kind of like foreign Dutch actor. I was like, I was doing, I was looking up something because one of my friends was talking to me about Hannibal movies, and I told him about because um, he'd never seen Red Dragon. He didn't know that was a Hannibal movie. I love Red Dragon. Oh my god. And I told him, I told him about Red Dragon and everything like that. And he's like, oh, well, isn't that like Hannibal? He's like, is it, is it like directly after uh, Hannibal Rising? I was like, yeah. I was like, the way you're actually supposed to watch them is you're supposed to watch the... Um, Manhunter Man or Red Dragon first into silence into Hannibal. Yep. You're supposed to, you're supposed to watch uh, the, the Man Rising. Uh, uh, I said Man Rising. Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> or red dragon first and then hannibal and then hannibal rising because that's the way the books go forgot silence and, in there but yeah <laughs> oh yeah silence of the lamb silence of the lambs third sorry because you watch one of those <laughs> one of those first two first and then and then silence and then and hannibal rising yeah uh another like subgenre that i feel gets too or doesn't get enough attention in some senses I've seen very few films on them, but I do like when it's like the happening, the, the nature horror. Like, yeah. So, like, for instance, The Runes, I really love. I thought that was very, very good. I, I liked, um, I don't even know if you consider it nature horror, but I liked uh, As Above, So Below. That one I would, I would consider more like either uh, religious horror or like demonic horror just because of Fair. like it's dealing with heaven and hell directly um yeah. but you know like the runes is like an example that i love the happening's the reason why i don't and then uh <laughs> me, me and my wife went to go see a movie as like in the earth it was very nature horror it was a very you, weird ass movie uh, would you consider but, tremors nature is i would consider that more creature because you have an actual Fair. creature and as opposed to like the happening where it's the trees or the runes being the flowers you know Fair. At least that's where I would. <laughs> yeah, I um, what, what movie was it that I? Because nature saw? horror, I feel, is like a very specific genre for a very specific group, like group. Yeah, and it's very hard to pull off. It is. I mean, there's a lot of bad examples, and there's a lot of good examples. Or well, actually, I don't know. I can't say that really. But the birds. That's a genre. That's very nature. Yeah, I mean, but that's also again could be considered creature mainly because they're birds. I, I remember I remember a movie. Um it was from the eighties or the seventies. I can't remember the name of it, but it had uh this family that were getting attacked by like bees. Like they're like like they got their house got swarmed by like African killer honeybees. And like they, they couldn't escape. They put like wet towel I can't remember the name of it. I'm I'm gonna Google it real quick. I mean, I'm also looking in the here, and it does show that, like, it's when most nature is like actually the creatures of nature. So, I mean, I guess that includes arachnophobia, alien freaks, <laughs> the ghosts in the darkness. Fair, fair. 
that's not how you spell honey. <laughs> there's no e. There's no u in there. There's an, um, a u in honey. What the fuck? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's actually a couple that I'm seeing, but I don't see the one. There's the swarm from '78. There's the killer okay, bees uh, from 2002. We have we haven't touched psychological, like our favorite psychological horror. Uh, and I know that's one of your favorite genres. One of my absolute favorite films from that is The Jacket. Have you seen that with Adrian Brody? I have not. It is, it is so good. It's very thriller, very horror feel. Very, uh, like he gets wrapped up in a straitjacket and gets put into um, like one of the morgue slides. And he mm-hmm. just has like flashbacks to when he was in Desert Storm. It is just done so well. Oh, yeah. Okay, The Jacket yeah, I is have, a fantastic film. I have heard about this but i never watched it i'm definitely gonna have to check it out oh yeah no it was, I, it's very good this came out 2005 i would have been 13 so yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check that out because that oh, looks yeah that no, looks it's it's so good um let's see for me honestly for my my favorite psychological horror of all time Hmm. Would have to either be Oculus or the Meat Train, which kind of falls under Midnight Meat Train. Midnight Meat Train. I can see that one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because because with Midnight Meat Train, it not only follows uh, uh, psychological horror, it also falls under creature and slasher. But one that I just thought of that falls under. Uh, this and Supernatural is Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. That's what that's a very good film for me as well. That, that's very psychological. That is honestly one of my all time favorite movies. Um, it's a fantastic movie. I haven't watched it in so damn long, but the first time I watched it was oh, geez, probably because it came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. First time I watched it was probably probably had to be about 2007. Fair, fair. Because that would be that would have been yeah yeah about two thousand seven was the first time that I watched it and I had to, I had to rewatch it because there was a lot of stuff that I didn't pick up on. But well, that, like what? The, um, the, the, where he where where he kept like having visions as her pointing him oh, to the killer, yeah. but he thought it was the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Like I I ne- I didn't pick up on that the first time that I watched it. So I, I like when I got to the ending. Cause I have a bad habit of like sitting there and being like, Oh, that person's a killer. That's the person that did it. And then being able to explain what happened before the end of the movie. And then, um, when I watched Sarah of echoes, I was like, Oh, that guy did it. And then at the end of the movie, it turned out to be, Oh, uh, wasn't it his wife? Uh, it's been so long since I had seen, it. I've got to remember everything. I don't remember if it was his wife or not. I think it was, but yeah, no, it is just, Kevin Bacon and like I'm not a big Kevin Bacon fan because uh, I always see him as the guard from Sleepers. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I love him in that. I love him in Tremors, obviously for being him. <laughs> My but, favorite scene in that whole movie is where he cannot hit that fucking nail. Oh, <laughs> in the very beginning. Tongue, <laughs> He's just like <laughs> he's beating all the way around that nail, and he just whacks it like eleven times, and finally he just hits it once and then bends it over, and he's like, "Good enough." Yeah, fair. Ooh, actually, one that just popped in my head too, like more recently for like psychological and like paranormal. I guess you could say creature is smile. That was, that was a more recent one that I fucking fell in love with. Oh I my god! 
still haven't watched that, but I want to. Oh my god, I oh, I love Smile. It, it definitely became one of my favorite films. It, it is done so well. There's so many things I love about it. That's also I'm, one of the movies that I have to be careful on how I talk because there's a very good like peeling of flesh scene that I just gush about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mixed up another movie with Stir of Echoes. It was Adam and Kurt lured Samantha into the house and then they killed her mm-hmm. after they after they did that. But um, yeah, they, they hit her body. Go. Yeah, they, they are worded her. And then they yeah. uh, and then they hit her body in the walls of that house at that that they had been working on. And that's where all like that. That's where like that flash the of like paranormal and supernatural elements started taking in. Yeah, and it was just it was so it was so good. But um yeah, smile. I still need to watch Smile. Do do it. It's so good. I, I, I should I'm, I'm probably gonna hype it up more than I should because it's not like a fantastic film, I guess, to some people. But yeah. it is it is so good. It's it's also a good psychological because you'll see it's some of the like shit that happens to her and you just feel for her. It's oh because so I good. watched a um I saw a TikTok recently where we were talking about behind the scenes stuff very practical all of their effects are uh, well i wouldn't say all of their effects because some of it was cgi but majority of their effects were practical mm-hmm. like the the monster like the the smile monster the one that you had as your background a couple episodes yeah. ago that one was uh that one was that one was practical it was uh moved with like wires and stuff like that with like the puppeteers so it like it's already it's already got me hooked i was like oh it uses practical effects i'm, I'm i like it like oh, just even even as it transpires it's just so good <laughs> i fell in love with it so fast but yeah like i like uh, let's see for let's see for creature for creatures slash psychological oh um that'd be a hard genre to kind of narrow down because i mean yeah there's creatures psychological and like action could be predators for you uh yeah. alien that's psychological because where is it that anxiety but it's also a creature feature i mean see i love talking about alien that's like would alien invasion movies be its own subgenre kind of thing because <laughs> I mean, right. you've got signs you've got 10 cloverfield lane you've got um oh nope it was another one. Oh god I, I feel like that you could do that because i mean jordan peele is known for his horror elements right now yeah, I had I watched I watched Get Out, but I don't remember a lot about it because that was that was a psychological because he because let me see if I can remember that plot of that movie. They were stealing away young black people to implant the older white people's brains into the black people. Yeah, but uh, but they address in the movie that's not that's because they're black, but it's because of their like physiology. I think is what what they're they're saying was, but yeah, no, it, it's. Jordan Peele is a very good director. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Nope for what for what it was. It was very very good. I still haven't seen that. Is I've been wanting oh, to. It's good. It's probably my personal favorite right now. I do enjoy Get Out. Us is a movie, uh, but the music in that film fantastic. Oh my god, I love the music in Up. I haven't uh, watched Us, but uh, the Get but Get Out like I I, I enjoyed it. It was it was very very psychological. It, I, that's oh, yeah. what that, no, that's really good. And what was funny is that I did not know that Jordan Peele, the comedian, was the director of that movie until after oh, I watched really? it. Yeah. Oh, I, I knew that because I, I had followed about it because I, it was 
his first break away from like comedy solely and it was just like oh what's he gonna do he's doing a horror movie this is gonna be interesting and yeah i enjoyed this i really did hmm yeah for me it was um i was like oh this new movie's out let me go let me go see it so i watched it and everything like that and then it didn't click in my head yeah i seen his name and i was like wait jordan peele as in key and peele jordan peele as in as in uh, uh mad t mad tv jordan peele that guy and yeah. i was like oh all right <laughs> i wasn't expecting this from that from him because like i was like i was like you know because when you when you picture when you picture comedians like that'd be like if uh chris farley if he had, if you know he had made it through the 90s i wish he i wish he had but oh, if yeah, he made it through the 90s coming out and being like hey listen i'm directing a horror yeah it'd be yeah. like what <laughs> like, huh what it'd be uh well i mean adam sandler technically played in a comedic horror uh the the halloween movie oh. he did like a couple years ago yeah, um, it was a whodunit where he plays a cop. That, that has very the same way comedy horror a- aspects on it. <laughs> I I actually enjoyed it. It, it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't the best movie ever, but it was definitely a step up from when he played his own twin. That was <laughs> where he plays all the characters. Yeah, it's the same thing with like Eddie Murphy and uh, Nutty Professor. <laughs> Nutty Professor. So. Yeah, I, I, I loved Nutty Professor for what it was, but God. <laughs> the the just just the amount of shit that eddie murphy got for playing all of the characters because he was his grandma he was his grandpa his dad his mom his brother his sister himself mm-hmm. and the nutty professor oh like, i i love when people are out of their elements like a prime example i love seeing is like john goodman 10 cloverfield lane like yeah, that's that was pretty good I think I did, would not have appreciated Ten Cloverfield Lane if it wasn't for like John Goodman being so creepy. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't even like, think he was the true big bad in that movie, if I remember correctly. Well, it ties in with Cloverfield. So, yeah. um, what I love about those, like for like a majority of the movie, you're like, is this guy fucking crazy? Is he just making all this bullshit up? Because this sounds very outlandish that he's saying all this shit. <laughs> it's like, how do we know? <laughs> yeah. I, I i never I, I didn't watch the full i didn't watch the full movie of it because oh my um, god it's so good when i when i went to go see it that came out what 2017 fuck i don't remember i, I don't remember either but go with your yeah. thought i'll look it up 16 16 yeah okay, so i was okay yeah i remember yeah because i i was still in the marines i was stationed in jacksonville I was stationed in Jacksonville in North Carolina and my wife had just gone down to Florida to visit with her mom and I didn't have anything to do. It was like a Friday. I was like, I'm gonna go watch a movie. So I went to the local cinema, watched 10 Cloverfield Lane and we got about, about two thirds of the way into it. And then they had a power surge oh, and it no. broke and it broke the, um, it broke the, uh, the, the camera the that they were yeah, they broke the the projector, and I was like, there. And then like someone came over the loudspeaker, and they're like, "We're issuing refunds to all movie go all moviegoers at this time. Please come to the front with your ticket stub." And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and they were shut down for like another week after that because the because apparently, 
<laughs> the GFC outlets did not work for what they were supposed to. So the surge went into a lot of the projectors. Oh no, it, that's not good. Yeah. That's, I never, I didn't uh, get to see how it ended. Watch it when you can. It's a fantastic film. I, I liked what I saw. A lot, and, and a lot of it was, was the whole John Goodman being creepy. And uh, you know, that one, that one would kind of fall into the psychological creature. Can, yeah. Movie. That's what I was saying. Like the alien invasion kind of feel is why I'm bringing that up. Um, but another one that popped in my head, like with like when we're talking about comedians becoming serious roles, one of my absolute favorites is uh, Robert Williams in One Hour Photo. It's a very good thriller. Oh yeah, that one was good. There was um, there was another one that he that he played in. It was the '90s. Um, let me see. It was uh, it was it. I can't remember the name of the movie, but he basically goes to hell to save his wife, and it's very. It, it's not a. It's not a horror. Um, well, kind of, kind of has horror elements. has It has the whole, you know, not scary with scary in it at some scenes. Fair, fair. Um, uh, but I can't remember the name of it. Give me one second. No, oh, no worries. I guess that one would also fall under a religious horror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what dreams may come? It was um. Never saw that. It was a very serious role for him, and it was the first time I ever seen him in anything that wasn't. Um, let's see, either just before this or just after this, he had done um, iRobot or not iRobot. That's Will Smith. Um, Bionicle Man. Bionicle Man. Bicentennial Man. Jesus. There you go. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> I knew yeah. where you were going, but I couldn't remember the name either. <laughs> he had just done Bicentennial Man, and. Um, or he did it either before or just after. So it was another funny, heartfelt Robin Williams feel good movie. And then before that, he had done Patch Adams. And then mm-hmm. way before that, you know, we had Mrs. Doubtfire. But um, he was also yeah. big in like TV and some other stuff too before then, too. There's a lot of things he had done before then. Oh, yeah. Cause he started as a stand up comedian and then he got, and then he started, and then he got his official like breakthrough on the screen was with the show called Mork and Mindy in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And then after Mork and Minnie finished airing, he went back to doing stand-up comedy, and then he got roles in movies. And um, I can't even remember what his first movie was. I used to know all this stuff because I'm I'm a oh, huge God. Robin Williams fan. I'm a Robin Williams fan, but I, I don't know his entire fucking filmography because he's done so much, of, even I, from like small roles, cameos. I mean, his voice acting. <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen ninety nine percent of everything that he's done. I've watched all of Mork and Mindy. I've watched uh, just about every movie he's ever been in. A good performance or a good part of his stand up performances on comedy. Oh, I love him as stand up. I I remember the first time I heard one of his stand up comedies. I heard him curse for the first time. I was like, Genie doesn't curse. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, how dare! Yeah, pretty much. That's that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, because the first the first curse word I ever heard him say was was oh fuck, and the way that he said it, I just mimicked it, and it just it stuck. I was like, fair. I was like, Robin Williams drops the f bomb. Yeah, I know it's such a shocker. Me, it's like I didn't know that like, with Bob Saget it was a fucking big old ass perv. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, dude, freaking some of his old stuff was like, oh. Because he hosted a, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos for like 15 years. Full House. I mean, he's like the typical 
the the dad figure and then yeah. hearing like later on it's like oh my god <laughs> but yeah. I, I feel like that's also the thing with growing up is you never realize how like people actually are because you're so used to seeing them in a certain role or something like that it's like when yeah. you see all your uh, action stars in uh sensitive roles or uh <laughs> not action kind of roles i guess <laughs> Yeah, like I like I, like even now, friggin' uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger just did a funny movie for Netflix called Fubar. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't really know much about I it. Know about it? Yeah, it, it's it's on Netflix, but he's not he's not Arnold. He's Annie. You know, he's he's not he's not being serious. He's he's being kind of funny in that in that movie, from what I'm from what I understand. Well, he's so done like, comedy before. I mean, you have twins. Uh, he's got Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> And freaking uh, jingle all the way, jingle all the way, yeah. It's like but, one of my I mean, Christmas movies. <laughs> I, honestly, like I, I like seeing the action, the action heroes of my childhood, or, or just like action heroes in general doing a funny movie because that's always the best. Because the uh, Vin Diesel and Pacifier, yeah, yeah, it's out of their element. It's like we were talking about with John Goodman, Rob Williams, and these th- thrillers. Like it's yeah. very, very good seeing them branch out or like try something else. I love when that happens. I love seeing yeah. comedies and serious actors do different things. It's it makes filming better. <laughs> I I honestly wish I could have seen Robin Williams do a com a, a horror comedy. That would have been fucking hilarious. Be interesting, yeah. I mean, it's like well, it's like again, I don't like Zombieland, but Bill Murray being in that was actually really hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I love Bill Murray in that movie. I like I liked Zombieland when it first came out, and then I rewatched it again, and I'm just like, mm, they could have done better. I just my personal complaint is when I hear zombies, I like to see blood and gore and bodies being eaten, and yeah. you get very minimal of that. So that's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't get enough blood and gore from a zombie film when I hear zombie, you know. And that was just personally me. Yeah, me. I'm a I'm a big Twinkies fan. So like when like that, that that's what like kept me involved in the movie was like, is he gonna get his fucking Twinkie? <laughs> but um, fun fun fact about him. Uh, what, what's his name? The, the Woody, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. His father was a contract killer for the mob, and not there's not yep. And there's also there's also speculation that him and Matthew McConaughey might be brothers because Matthew McConaughey doesn't know who his father is, and he's got his mom's last name. I don't know. Honestly, like. I very rarely pay attention to like celebrity personal lives. It's just the stuff I happen to fall upon is what I know. <laughs> I just fall I just fall into a rabbit hole of fear of fan theories about about certain about certain movies, certain fandoms, and then like certain celebrities. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, you know, they got the same nose. Maybe. Fair. Fair. I I can't deal with like fan theories sometimes, man. I feel like some of them are just like so outlandish. Well, it's not even just how it's like someone pulled it out their ass, like just trying to connect it to their theory. Kind of, it, I don't know. I can't deal with it. People who do do that, I feel like have way too much time on their hands. Yeah, the like, I, like some fan theories I can get behind, and some like, hmm, that's reaching. That that is the only that, fan that theory I have ever heard that I can kind of make that makes sense would be Mad Max Fury Road. That um, the Max that we know which is tom hardy's character is the little boy from the second one like i, I remember reading that fan theory and i was like that makes sense i highly doubt it but that makes sense <laughs> you, you know honestly I, that kind of, that makes a little bit of sense yeah i could see that because you know we don't mel gibson couldn't really do that role again 
I'm sure if he wanted to, he probably could have, but he just, I think he was done with the role. I don't remember yeah. why he didn't do anything in that film. But regardless, yeah, no, agreed. <laughs> but I, I, I fucking love that movie. That when that movie came out, I think it was 2015. I went to the theater and saw that like four times. I <laughs> love that movie. There, like, there was, um, there was a movie that was like that for me in the horror genre, and I can't remember what it was. I like, I watched horror it. Horror genre. I think most recently for me was um, Black Phone. I went to, the, I went and saw it like three or four times in theater. I loved that film. That was. <sighs> That was my number one movie for like 21. I absolutely fell in love with that movie. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the first time it was the it was the first time I watched Sinister. I watched Sinister like three more times after after that. So I watched it a total of like four times in, in theaters. The, well, it's the same crew that did Sinister and Black Phone. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> same Cause director. Because like, like I, I loved um, Sinister. Hawk in it. <laughs> yeah. What what uh what what really um and honestly I didn't like Sinister Two. I like what they tried to do, but no 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 I I no Sinister Two I could not. Oh my god I was I I wanted to like it, but I yeah. saw it once and that was more than enough for me. The yeah, first one like was, I, yeah, very good. I mean, I every so often uh, me and my wife will throw on some of our favorites, and that's definitely one of the ones that's always in rotation. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, so good. If, the if, ghoul if, is so menacing when like you, you you watch the film and he's not in it, and you slowly start to see him appear. It's like, oh, this is so unnerving. Like I I went and did research on this because like I was I was actually like paranoid. I was like, what if this is one of those films that like follows you home, you know? And I was like, let me make sure this is a fictional character. And like they, they and like there was articles that were like, oh, Bagul is based off of these two ancient demons. Blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Oh, great!" So I've got a fifty-fifty shot. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I I love Sinister. Sinister is really good, but I loved Blackbone more. I I fell in love with Blackbone. I uh I I I enjoy just about anything that Ethan Hawke is in. I used to mix him and Kevin Bacon up a lot. That's a hard mix-up for me personally, but. Honestly, I really don't even think like when I think of Ethan Hawke, there's very few movies that pop into my head immediately. And like the number one that usually pops in besides Black Phone and Sinister is uh, Daybreakers with him and uh, Sam yeah. Neill, one of their vampires. Yeah, he did, he did good in that one. Willem Dafoe, I think. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. it had Willem <laughs> Dafoe. He was the first human turned vampire that turned back to human. Something like in that, that movie. yeah. Because uh, they were running out of food, uh, food for the vampires, and they were rationing everything to everyone that wasn't rich. And then they were turning into like ghoulish, bat-like, humanoid mm, vampires. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but yeah, really don't think about much of Ethan Hawke. And then again, same with Kevin Bacon. There's just very few things. Yeah, Kevin. I mean, you know, for what Kevin Bacon has done, you know, he's done it, and he's done it well. Yeah, same with Ethan Hawke. The first movie that pops on my head is a drama with uh, Kevin Bacon, Sleepers, and uh, Mystic River. Those are the first two things that pop in my head when I think about him, honestly. I forgot he was in Mystic River. But he's the main detective. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen that movie in so long, I forgot who all was in it, honestly. That that's is fair. That's fair, yeah. Um, hmm. Let me see. For, let's see, for gore, witchcraft, and, well, I mean, we've already covered vampire, but for gore and witchcraft... Ooh gore uh mm. see see gore is a little hard for me the reason yeah. why because i mean when i think of like gory movies it's usually like 
Green Inferno or uh, another really bloody ass movie. I mean, you could even technically do the, some of the saws is pretty bloody. Yeah. For um, me, honestly, I'd have to say the thing would be the only one that comes to mind when I think of gore. Because, like, I mean, with I think horror, you can immediately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the slashers have a lot of blood, and some of the remakes have a lot of blood. I'm just trying to think, like, when I think of like gore, it can be like what is like visually gory and not necessarily bloody. Yeah, it's still really hard because, like, <laughs> I just yeah. think, like, what, what's the most blood? <laughs> Like, I, like I think it's gore. You could uh, you can combine creature features with this one because uh, yeah. American Werewolf in London. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. but even still, that there's not a lot of blood in it, but it's very visceral looking when there is blood. Yeah. Um, yeah when there is gore, like, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, what's got like copious amounts of gore? The thing does definitely fit that category. John Carpenter's Vampires, I enjoy with that. Uh, hell, even from Dust Till Dawn. Most of the zombie, most of the Romero zombies, um, the original uh, Dawn of the Dead, new remake, yeah, that that yeah. also count into there. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, the Evil Dead's the the new ones, not the, the new not ones, the, yeah, no, not that, the original. That, yeah, was it twenty twelve or twenty fourteen? Uh, one yeah. is fucking fantastic. I love that one. Um, new one was really good too, but I like the first one more. Got it. The Final Destinations. You know what? That's her. I can see those ones. Yeah. Because that one's not really paranormal because death isn't like a supernatural being. In some folklore, it can be. Yeah. For some people. Um, But yeah, no, I can see that in some senses as well. And then for like witchcraft, too, there's a lot I haven't really seen with that. Um, But one movie I did, I hated the movie, but I liked how they did the witchcraft was the uh, third conjuring. The devil made me Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. I loved how they did, they portrayed the witchcraft in that, but God, I hated that movie. It was not See, for witchcraft, for or for me, I would have to honestly go with the craft. Craft is good, yeah. Or or I the mean, covenant. Either one of yeah. those. I like those because. Um, <laughs> okay, so when we say witchcraft, could we technically do like some? Like almost like folklore kind of aspects, like hereditary or midsummer, because I would personally say like midsummer then in that sense with like cult almost. Yeah, yeah, I definitely consider those. Against. Yeah, I, like witchcraft culty can kind of go hand in hand with each other in some senses. Yeah, but I mean, you can also stretch that, I guess. I mean, because with cult films too, you have like, um, uh, the Wicker Rosemary's Man. Baby. Yeah. You technically you throw the paranormals in there because one of them it shows like their whole family with a cult kind of thing i think that was like the dark or the marked ones i think yeah yeah the marked ones that one was weird because they like <laughs> the way that movie ended because he teleported from where he was at to the original house right when she was going on the murderous rampage and then gets killed by the first girl yeah something like, it's been a while since i've seen the series hell blair witch uh, the blair witch i'm down with yeah. that one too yeah because yeah. i yeah the one was, I want to watch, I heard, is mixed review, but I heard as good as The Vitch. I haven't seen it, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's... Mm, it's okay. I I liked it because it had, it had a lot of psychological elements in it, but as far as, like, the witchcraft, like, the, like the witchcraft and, and, and the scare factor in it, it's there, but it's kind of like a... I heard burner. it's a slow burn. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it is. One movie that's about witchcraft that almost put me to sleep, and it's from one of my favorite fucking musicians and directors, is Rob Zombie's um, Lords of Salem. Like, oh yeah, the end result was cool and all, but God, it felt it's only like an hour and a half movie, but that movie felt like it was three hours long of how long it felt drawn out. But I, I love I, Rob I Zombie. The, I, I do too. I mean, I love the ending but I cannot be asked to suffer to, to get to that end again. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love Rob Zombie. I love everything that he makes. I've met him in person twice, and he's a phenomenal human being. The number um, one movie he's ever done is still going to be House of a Thousand Corpses for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I love that movie. Hands down. The, fir- the first time I watched it, uh, somebody in the theater actually, like, threw up. It was... <laughs> it was the scene where... Um, let me see. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I watched it. It was the scene my, where, my, the, where she was walking my, through the tunnel. Oh, okay. Uh, and in the hell universe, pretty much. My, mm-hmm. my goal is to get enough experience with like prosthetics and stuff like that. So that way I could uh, do Dr. Satan cosplay because I loved that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Doctor, the, the guy that played Dr. Satan was, uh, was, was a longtime friend of Rob Zombie's. Uh, passed away in like 2014, 15, I think. Well, I remember um, Tiny, I can't remember the actor's name, who's also in Big Fish. Those are like the two films that stand out that he's been in. Yeah, um, that was the guy I was thinking of. I'm sorry. It was Tiny, not Dr. Satan. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when he passed away, but yeah, I, was, I remember he took a huge loss. The same with, uh, oh my God, why can't I remember Captain Spaulding's name? Oh my God, that's going to piss me off. Those both piss me off, honestly. Captain Spaulding was another one that I loved. He was another friend of Rob's. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid Haig was, uh, and Matthew McGorry. Yep. Matthew McGorry. Matthew McGorry was the guy that had, that, um, um, was like seven foot four or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah, he was insanely tall. Yeah. <laughs> I do see seven one six, movie on seven, here. Six. Holy shit. <laughs> I do see one movie on here that I've been wanting to watch, but I have I, I don't know how to watch it. It's called Psycho Goreman. And it's never heard of it. It's it's on the gore. It's on the gore genre, but it uh, came out in 2020. It's rated. See, I, I still need to see the terrifiers because I heard that's a very like I know it's gore porn. But yeah, I heard it's a very good gore porn. <laughs> I've, I've heard hostel, nothing but good things about it. Another one. I forgot about Hostel. Hostel. Yeah, that one's. That one's very, very it's gory. Still, it's still the Achilles heel is the one part that I feel like gets me every time because that is just, oh. I, I, I never forget that scene. You're free to go. Tries to walk and just see his Achilles. It's like, oh my Ooh, God. Yeah. That, <laughs> like that, like that movie honestly uh, made me not want to go back to Germany because I watched <laughs> it after I was like just there and I was like, son of a bitch. Oh my god! I was like, "Ow, oh, it was." Oh, I've been okay, staying so you... at these. Why am I staying here? Because <laughs> I was a uh, uh, while I was in Germany, there was no hotels available uh, in in uh, Stuttgart. So I I still have family over in Germany. Um, so my family let me and a couple of my buddies stay with them because we were. We were flying in on two sticks. It was me and six and, and five other guys, so six of us total, that went and stayed with my family in Germany. 
And then the other guys were coming in like a week later. And then when they were coming in a week later, uh, my family was going to be out of town, but there was going to be hotels available. So my family let us stay with them because our only other option was to stay in a hostel. But when I told my, uh, I call him my uncle, but he's really like a, a distant yeah, cousin. <laughs> oh, that works too. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, he's, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's, we're blood related. And, um, I was like, Hey, I'm in Stuttgart for the next like week and a half. Um, I was like, our option are either to stay in a hostel or if you have the room for us, we'd like to stay with you. And he goes, he goes, ah, don't stay in the hostel. This place is a filthy. Come, <laughs> come stay with us. Cause, um, that side of the family, very, uh, very fortunate, very wealthy. Uh, they're all in the medical field. My uncle is like some there kind of neuro, neuro, uh, operation specialist or yeah like yeah and he gets paid like per mm. operation <laughs> so you, you brought you brought up like the medical side on that um oh what's that movie called oh my god i'm drawing a blank now there's a movie that just popped in my head that i just lost right now um no it's not that's not that one Although that's a good one. Autopsy is a very good one as well. That's not what I'm thinking of, though. So um, from what I'm reading on this, uh, Psycho Goreman is he's an intergalactic assassin. Uh, con- or inter- intergalactic, intergalactic assassins converge on a small town after two, sib- two siblings unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord. And it's streaming on Ruku. So I'm. Um, Oh, nice. The one I was thinking of is pathology because you brought up medical and so on and so forth. It's a very oh, yeah. good, like, thriller one is pathology. Oh, that movie was so good. I could not remember for the life of me, but the, I, I had never I heard that movie watched in that my so life. long. Yeah, my wife had told me about it, and I watched it, and I fucking loved that movie. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I did. You know, like, I, the, I, think, I think medical horror should be its own subgenre because there's a few. There's there's a few good ones that I can that I know of, but I can't I can only remember pathological right off the top of my head. Oh, pathology, reanimator, uh technically you can throw the human centipede in there. Mm. Uh ooh, medical horror. What else would be in there? There's I know there's a lot of Flatliners. 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 That one's that one's a good one. And if you have not watched Flatliners, I highly recommend it because it is a great movie. It's got um Oh god, I can't even remember the full cast. You look at it. Again. I hate trying it, to remember a lot of movies sometimes because it's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, it had that one guy. He did the thing, you know. Let's see, the original Flatliners came out in 1990. It has Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, you Oliver. This before I remember this because he said there was a remake of it. Yeah, the remake came out in 2017. And and the, I remember you explaining the plot to me about it. I was like, yeah, that seems something I want to watch. I don't know why I've never heard of it or watched it. But it's another action one that popped in my head real quick was The Cell. I just had to say that one because that popped in my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. also like a psychological as well. Yeah, the, the, the scene where uh, J-Lo is talking with the little kid, it scared me and uh, pissed off my granddad because it woke him up from a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone was talking about that. He was so mad. <laughs> he was oh, like, shit. you little <laughs> shit. <laughs> fair and i didn't realize what time it was holy shit (laughs) oh i didn't i did not either um i think we we covered all of them because we've we talked at length oh yeah we covered quite a bit (laughs) and there's still a lot more to go through 
we've talked at length about zombies. So I like, I mean, you know, anything Robert Romero or um, George Romero. But yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, George Robert Romero. Rodriguez is also another like just in general gory director that I love with like Tarantino yeah. with the over the topness. <laughs> mm, I guess I, I guess another gory one that you could talk that you could kind of throw in there that would also be a monster or a creature feature. Jeepers Creepers. The first Taking and the second one. Monster. I mean, if you want to count the, the house full of bodies, yeah. I mean, I, that's very gory, but bloody wise, not too bad. Yeah, it's not it's not super bloody, but like the 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 body gore is there is definitely there because oh, yeah. when he beheads the cop, picks it up, turns it around, and then like seemingly Smells kisses it, <laughs> and then just like slowly pulls out the tongue of it. I was like, ow, 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 ow. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> that that part's that that part stuck with me um then i have to say the one where he like uh in the second one where his wing is through the roof and then the guy like tries to duck under it and as it does it snatches him up and takes his head off and then like his shirtless body with his head he's decapitated just is just yeah. is like sitting there just like swinging <laughs> and then it just like falls down i was like oh <laughs> Oh yeah, no, the first two are really, really good. Third one never existed, never should have existed. Mm-mm. Watch it if you're curious, but don't go into it expecting a whole lot. I'm. It's so I, bad. I, I liked what they tried to do, but what they tried to do wasn't wasn't working. <laughs> Not yeah, <at> all. <laughs> and and now they've got a fourth one where they're trying to reboot it, and I've heard nothing but bad things about it. I'm gonna I, watch it out of curiosity. Yeah, same. That's probably what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, like, if if I watch it and I actually find this one good, I'm I'm doubtful, but hopeful at the same time. You know, I was kind of like that with Saw Three, because by like the second one, I was like, oh, what else could they possibly do if they make another one? Uh, see, I hate the second one for many reasons. I appreciate what it's trying to do and tell a bigger story. Cool. Yeah. But, like some of the people in that are so dumb. I understand that it is what it is but like i couldn't get on board with the second one but the third and fourth one i love like those are the main three core that i feel like is the best of all of them but the first one is always going to be my favorite just because it like not only started the whole thing but like it just is such a good soundtrack such good framing with that small of a budget they capitalize with everything it is so good oh my god it's like an 18-day shoot so the the fact the uh the the fun fact about the second and third yeah second and third one the the lady that was the druggie amanda i think was her name mm-hmm. she played in a comedy show that i used to watch all the time it was called becker and um yeah she played it, it had the um it had one it had the the main star was a doctor who was an actor who was on the show um about the bar what was it called happy days oh shit yeah he was on he was on happy days um oh wait no happy days is with fonzie yeah that's not um, happy days um what was the comedy show about the bar i can't remember cheers cheers he was on cheers and then he did becker and i cannot remember his name he's on something else currently now um let me look up the cast um ted danson is his name Dan Danson, yeah. And her, uh, the lady's name was uh, Shawnee Smith. That was that was the girl who played Amanda. And like I like, 
<laughs> watching her on Becker, I had like the biggest crush on her because she was like a, she was supposed to be like the comedy relief airhead of the group. And okay. I but she was also like pretty. So it was like first crush ever is still going to be Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> from uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Mm hmm. Hands down. Yep. Yep. First crush. That was my first crush. <laughs> my, funny enough, my daughter actually fell asleep watching her or watching the Mighty Morphin, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers pre Tommy on uh, Netflix. And I walked in and saw Amy Jo Johnson and I was just like, oh, she's still pretty. So beautiful. <laughs> but she was like 20 when I, she was like 20 when I was like not when I was born. So I was like, yeah. So she, like if I even, seen her, even did, if you say she was like 18, let's just say she's 18. I was like six. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it, cause, cause this, the movie or the show, excuse me, show came out in America, 1991, 1990, I think. I, and it had, oh my God. And it had the original red, yellow, blue, black, and pink rangers. Ooh, and then 1992, they introduced Tommy. Mm -hmm. So I was born the year that the Green Ranger was introduced. That's that's wow. weird to say. It premiered 93, so I was three when it came out. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Ugh. But yeah, that, that, um let's see. For 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 me though, yeah, I'd have to either be Amy Jo Johnson or Topanga. I never got into Boy Meets World. I um, only, I I didn't, but my mom watched it, so I was like, meh. fair, fair, because it was it was about high school teens. I was just I wasn't even in elementary school yet, and I was just like, oh, she's pretty. <laughs> and fair, that's fair. what that's what hooked me. I was just like, oh, I like Topanga, and and then um yeah, of course Amy Jo Johnson. But um, let's see. You know, what's actually really funny is that I have like all of my celebrity crushes split up into different genres that I first watched them in. Because Amy Jo Johnson. Um, that's not a bad thing. I mean, because I, no. I, I only have like really two, I guess you could say, celebrity crushes in that sense, even still to this day. <clears throat> and they're only because of very specific situations. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. But um, I'd have to say for... Like, cause I, I even have like a horror genre crush because that's all she does is horror genre. If we're going to talk horror, my crushes, <laughs> Samara Weaving. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Um, see for overall, honestly, and I have been called a simp for this, for this woman. And I don't care. She's still really pretty. Even to this day, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's fair. Because. Uh, I was watching, I watched a movie where she, um, forgot it was, I think it was like Christmas with the cranks. I think it was where like they try to fly away to some tropical destination instead of spending Christmas at home or something like that. And I seen her in a swimming suit, even though she was like 50 something and I was a teenager. I was like, hot damn. <laughs> 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 it just it caught me off guard and like even to this day she's still like she's still really pretty it's just jamie lee curtis but um uh another one like that for me and and i have oh. it, it, like the only one that i have the hall pass for is uh jennifer aniston that's fair oh, i forgot what she get her start on it was uh pumpkin head or was it no 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 that was the tv show and stuff Leprechaun. like that but, like Leprechaun, that's what it was, right? <laughs> yeah. 
she she played in she played in the very first leprechaun and then a few other horrors because she started on friends got the part for uh, uh leprechaun i think wait no i'm sorry was yeah. that was that the first yeah. one? let's see what was uh, i just said her name I want to um, say, want to say that was nope, not Jennifer Coolidge. God, <laughs> yeah, young Jennifer that was her first, her first like TV role. <clears throat> I mean, a yeah. movie role because uh, uh, that came out in '93. Yeah, because uh, let's see, movies and TV shows. Yeah, it was the first Leprechaun. Came out '93. Um, and then right after that. Friends started because that Friends started 1994, ended 2004. Um, I think that's really the only horror role she's done. I don't know her entire fucking filmography. <laughs> she was in Iron Giant. What? Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, she was Annie. She was the mom. Oh shit. I do you know has been that I remember that's actually uh, I think that's Vin Diesel's first movie role as well. Yep. It was he uh uh he played in something else before that, but it was like something that he wrote and directed and it was a very small role, very small, very small film, very small film. And then someone if heard his voice. Hmm? No, that's fair. I was gonna say if we're gonna say like creature features and stuff, my favorite Vin Diesel movie that just popped in my head is Pitch Black. I love Pitch Black. Oh yeah, they that was that was a great movie. It, I I I like the Riddick series. It's still going strong. Like they're making another I, one. I, I haven't seen the third one. Technically, Pitch it goes Pitch Black, Riddick, Chronicles of Riddick, and then it's just mm-hmm. Riddick. And Riddick is the one I have not seen. It was good. I liked it. Because um, if you remember at the end, he becomes the leader and mm-hmm. the third one, he gets he excommunicated. Gets yeah. He gets excommunicated and then he has to like kind of start all over from there. And hmm. the next one that's coming out is uh, Furia. Because the lady it's that he saw. Race. Yeah. The lady that he saw in his vision is still alive because when the people came through and killed out his people, they only were killing the fir- the firstborn males of all the family. So that's why when he says in Pitch Black, I, I was found in a dumpster with my umbilical cord wrapped around my neck. That's what happened. Mm. Because he's, he's one of the last remaining Curians. Yeah, I, I, I used to remember that entire thing because uh, they, they've touched a lot of that, his background in Butcher Bay, the yep. video game for the Xbox. I love that game. I love that game. <laughs> It doesn't handle well by today's standards, but oh, it's still a fun game. <laughs> oh, my favorite, my favorite. I got stuck. <clears throat> Speaking um, of which of uh, video games and horror, uh, we will be having a guest when we do that episode. <laughs> very special guest, so stay tuned for that. You'll love his voice. Uh, he won't have a face cam on like me or Miz. Still a fantastic friend of ours. Great guy. Um, I will let him introduce himself when the time comes. That's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Um, but yeah, um, in, in Butcher Bay, um, the one, the one, I, I got stuck in the part where you're in the solitary confinement chamber where like they put you in a knockout 
and then they slide you into the thing. I didn't rem- I didn't realize that there was a, that I had to push a specific button to kick the wall to make it knock itself out of the slot. Fair, fair. Um, I remember one of the parts I got stuck with was uh, <clears throat> the sewer area where you like uh, it's like after a couple levels after you encounter the like little mutants that are inside the sewer system. Mm-hmm. But there there's another sewer system later on I got stuck in. But we'll have to circle back to that when we oh, go yeah. back to that episode. Oh yeah, a little uh, taste for what's yeah. to come. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. This is uh, that's gonna be a great episode. I'm I'm already looking I'm, forward I'm, to it. I've been looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah, same, same. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be a very fun time. Um, but yeah, I think we have officially touched on the top ten. I think we we went through a lot more than just the top 10 for sure. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. If you guys had, again, if you guys have any um, favorite subgenre genre that we didn't touch on, forgot about, didn't mention what have you message, Ms message me comment, whatever you, whatever you see fit, let us know. And we'll definitely speak up on it because that's uh, for sure. Being introduced from different opinions too, or like touching more on specific ones is something that we like to hear not only feedback from, but to like know what we should be talking more on. Because I feel like, like I brought up how it doesn't get enough attention is the earth horror. Like it's very Mm -hmm. few films with it and so on and so forth. So like hearing more people like into that earth horror is not my favorite. Some is, some isn't. Uh, But hearing from you guys to know what more we can talk about or if we're brushing over some of them. like to make sure yeah yeah because i mean like um i mean you know uh what was it a couple couple a couple episodes ago when we were talking on like folklore there's so much out yeah. there just like there's so many subgenres of horror we can't we couldn't possibly cover that in just two hours <laughs> it, i mean we, we could cover a, a good portion of the main popular ones but there's so many like sub small ones that it's usually isolated and not national or global that yeah. people hear about <clears throat> yeah because i mean like hell like the, like if you wanted well, yeah because i i'm sorry you go ahead oh i was gonna say like uh like when we got the comment from uh arista grizz Riz. was uh like how that story he was telling us about was like the inspiration for bell uh the blair witch project which really piqued my interest and i went down a little rabbit hole with that like it's Same. very fascinating getting introduced to new things or <clears throat> being told like yeah i like x y and z <laughs> Yeah, honestly. And then uh, another thing that actually kind of um, piqued my interest, honestly, was when uh, I read when I when I read up on that, how the whole talent, like basically because of the story that Grizz commented on and told us about, it started a whole new genre of horror movies, which is the found footage horror movies like um, Quarantine. I love Quarantine because that that movie is I think it's Rex. That's like the original one that happens in, I think it's Spain. Yeah. It's, it's that's like the one Rec that I watched first. No, yeah, VCR is the alien one. Yes, yeah, so a Rec. Rec is the one I'm thinking of. That's the one that I watched first. And then I watched Quarantine. And they literally just copy and pasted the movie over shot for shot. And I yeah, was essentially from Spain into America. And honestly, even though they even though they did a copy and paste job, I love both respectively. See, that's, what, that's one of the things is like sometimes I don't mind copy and paste there's some very good instances and there's a lot of bad instances oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so many bad <laughs> I, I i do love how that one is that way yeah it's like certain tv shows like for for me one that like i appreciate and love is the uh like the last of us they did a very good copy and paste for the most part 
and like I, that's all it, it's not hard to do video games into movies especially like the horror genre like silent hill is probably like oh the closest and the best but it's like still when you look at the games it's still not as good as it could have been i kind of i kind of wish they would have done the third one where you're playing as the guy that slowly turns into pyramid head from the game uh, i kind of wish they would have made a movie about that that's not origins not shattered memories I, I gotta remember which one that is i can't remember i, just, I can't I just, I, I just remember i want them to make one i want them to make fucking silent hill 2 into a movie oh my god I'd love to see that. What was the, oh God, what was the one where you were, um, you were playing as the girl that started it all? Three. That's, that's the, three. The one, oh my God. It, what's your name? This one came out like 2005, six, I think. It came out with the Xbox. I remember that. Or no, I'm sorry. Excellent. It was, it came out on PlayStation 2. That could have been the room or three. I think it was the room. See, we're, we're getting into we're getting into the video yep, game horror. Yep, we can't. So <laughs> this is this is going to be this is the, we're going to save all this energy for, for next for, episode. For, yeah, for sure. And it's going to be it's going to be so great because like we're we're already picking each other's brains about video games that we played that were freaking scary and, and it's, it's going to yeah. Be, that's why I was like, wow. okay, no, we're getting we're getting too we're getting too into this. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think this is a good stopping point. Uh, oh, yeah. From, from me to everyone out there, uh, I'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>